0: Investment advisory services offered through Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA, and SIPC. Bullman Wealth Group and Retirement Wealth Advisors are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. This is your financial compass with Chris Bullman.
1: Chris is president, founder, and leading advisor with Bullman Wealth Management. Let Chris lead you through the next phase of your life. His experience in retirement planning can point you in the right direction. It's time to set course to a better retirement. This is Your Financial Compass with Chris Bullman.
0: Thanks for joining us today. This is Your Financial Compass with Chris Bullman. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Chris. He is president and founder of Bullman Wealth Group. Bullmanwealth.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. And we have a lot that we're going to cover on the show today, Chris, as we talk about some of the things we need to be aware of as it relates to our money, what our money is doing right now with all this volatility in the markets. And these things can get a little bit heavy, Chris. Let's start on a note of positivity. What what would you say is a silver lining with all of the doom and gloom that it's easy to get caught up in with a pandemic and volatility and concerns about the economy what's a silver lining you see in all this
2: well i think i think a silver lining can be that you know it's probably brought families closer together at least you know for a time i think it's probably caused more arguments too because we're together <laughs> so much but you know i've never driven down the street and seen so many people families you know whether it's husband wife or uh, kids and The family all together, Hmm. out walking, jogging, playing in the park together. Of course, there's no families playing together uh, with other families, but at least the the individual families are together. And so I think that's been really uh, nice to see that, you know, you can spend so much time together as a family and you actually have that time to spend now. You know, it's another, it's also a good time if you have yard work or clean the garage or spring cleaning or paint the house or things like that. I think a lot of, a lot of honeydew lists are probably getting getting done right now, and uh so there's some positives the, you know it's tough because we all while doing those things, I think as adults anyway, in the back of our head is you know our paycheck and our bills and mm-hmm. is our company going to survive and is the country you know our taxes going to have to go up you know to how are we going to repay all this money that the government's giving out to to solve this issue I mean it's really mm-hmm. unprecedented times right now, and it's you know I think we need to look for the positive that one of the things that can get to us is the worry and the stress throughout all this. So I think we have to have positives in between and just understand that we're all going through this in a different way. You know, I've talked to some clients and some friends and they, they're they so tied up in our, in or we, I should say, we are so tied up in our individual lives and what's going wrong for us. But when you think about it, everyone's got some effect that this is causing on their life. And if we can just sort of step back, that hopefully will reduce a little bit of anxiety and And worry that sometimes we think it's all just us, you know, we're, Mm
3: -hmm. our lives
2: are falling apart. When in reality, everyone's going through this. Everyone has the same sort of challenges right now. And uh, if anything, we should be able to take comfort that we're all going to get through this and uh, we're not the crazy neighbor with all the problems in our house. We all are going through this together and we could take comfort that we can work through this together as well.
0: Yeah, I I think you're absolutely right as far as finding something positive to focus on. And for me, Chris, when things get crazy and out of control, I feel better when I start identifying those things that I can control and that I can do something about. When you talk about all the time that we all have at home now, since our schedules and our routines and everything kind of came to a halt it's a great time to start learning about some of those things that we can control financially, because a lot of times we just feel like we're along for the ride when it comes to the stock market. But Chris, you talk to people every day about some of the options that they have and some of the solutions that they might look at. Instead, I'd say right now is a great opportunity to learn a little bit more about some of those options, wouldn't you say?
2: You know, it is. And not just for us, but for our children as well. It's been a it's been an interesting time for uh, for even my family, you know. And I do this daily, but for my family, my kids are really interested in the stock market. And my my boys are <laughs> five, seven, nine, and eleven, so they're young uh, boys. But every day they're asking me, "Dad, is the stock market up today? Is it is it down? Are we making money today?" <laughs> and one of the coolest things that we did was I told them this was a few months ago. I said, "You know, whatever you want to take from your savings, your allowance that you've saved, or your money from birthdays and invest in stocks, I will quadruple it. So in other words, if you put in $200, I'll put in $800. And, and they all came up with $200 each, <laughs> which meant I had to put you know, $4,000 total into, the, <laughs> oh, into their accounts. But the interesting thing was, as a, as a financial planner and a stockbroker, I didn't have the time to do their accounts when this happened, which was a few months ago. And luckily, <laughs> uh, you know, I didn't because then we, we've gone through this. But now has been a great time to invest the money while the markets have been down and they've been asking every day, how are my stocks doing? And, and they're looking on their iPads and they're sharing together, what is the stock doing and why is it going up and down? And they're asking me about PE ratios and about different types of uh, statistics and what they should be looking for. And sometimes just because they like a stock, maybe it's a golf company stock, doesn't make mm-hmm. it a good stock, right? So mm-hmm. you know they've been learning a lot. And then I had a, a client of mine Call uh, last week, and he said, My daughter's been all over me to open an account for her. She has, you know, $13 and she wants to buy a stock. I think she wanted to buy Gap or something. And she, mm-hmm. uh, she said, If you don't help me, Dad, I'm going to call Chris, <laughs> and, which was, I thought was great because she knows who I am as, you know, as my client's daughter. She had been into an appointment with them probably six or eight months ago, and I had even uh, ordered a book for, for her online and, and had it mailed to her. And so I had this long, you know, nice talk with him about what they could do and how they could open this account. And she could invest in stocks and they could track it. And I think it's a great time for mm-hmm. us to teach our children about how the stock market works and how finances work in general. And it's a good time as we teach them, we learn more ourselves about how things work, right? We, we learn about our own 401ks and we learn about stocks and what we might want to be doing. So it's a great time for that. And also, I think it's a good time to, you know, for that bonding you know between the the two of us or the in my case the five of us the six of us um to understand how things work if i had one probably repeating conversation or idea that comes up a lot in my financial planning meetings with clients over the years over the last 20 years it's that people say why didn't they teach us this stuff in school why didn't mm-hmm. they teach us about compound interest why didn't they te- teach us about compound growth why didn't they teach us about debt why didn't they teach us about pay ourselves first and you know you walk out of you know high school knowing what a a rhombus is and a parallelogram and all these different words that I'm relearning now with my kids pythagorean theorem or the you know whatever it might be but we don't know what compound interest is or how it works in our portfolio and and those are the important things if we can teach our kids those things now our kids are going to we're never going to have to worry about our kids finances one of the uh best stories i can give you on that a gentleman i came into my office So several months ago now, he's only around 30. And he already had over a half million dollars saved in his 401k. And I said, how did you save so much at such a young age? I sometimes Mm -hmm. see people in their 60s that don't have this much saved. And he Mm -hmm. said, well, my first boss in my first job, I asked him what I should do when when they rolled out the 401k. And he said, you always pay yourself first, you know, 20% minimum at first. So I did it, and, you know, I was just dumb enough to follow his direction, and here I am today. And it was literally that simple. He learned to live off of the other 80%, and if we all learn to do that and we teach these lessons to our kids, I think, you know, there's a bright future for all of us.
0: Yeah, certainly some good can come out of this as more people are taking time to learn a little bit more about what they have going on with their money and great, great lessons for your kids and for anyone who's younger. But Chris, for those who are getting close to retirement and they are concerned about what they're seeing with their accounts or Maybe they're just concerned about the lack of communication that they're currently having with the person who's helping them, or maybe they just don't like how things are being communicated right now. Talk a little bit about what those folks ought to be doing and what goes into setting up a time to get on the phone with you, set up a virtual meeting with you, however we can get with you to get to the bottom of what's going on with our money.
2: Yeah, I mean I think what a lot of people are going through right now is worry and some folks are hearing from their financial advisors some a lot of us are not hearing from our advisors. Mm-hmm. So I think if you're not hearing from your advisors right now, you should be working with someone who is in touch with you, who is returning your calls or who is actively calling you. And you know, we've been actively doing that for the past jeez, 4 or 5 weeks now, calling all of our clients, emailing, staying in touch with and helping them understand, you know, how to get through this current environment we're in. If you're not getting those phone calls or emails or messages, uh, certainly we'd love to help. Uh, You can reach us uh, anytime. Info at bullmanwealth.com is a great way to send us an email and get more information. That's info at bullmanwealth.com, B-U-L-M-A-N, wealth.com. You can always call us as well, and we're here for you. you. If you're looking for information, I think a lot of folks, it seems like right now, are wondering, are the markets going to come back? Are our accounts going to get back to normal? um and also you know when they do what what are we going to do then because this this kind of stress we've been through it a few other times maybe the last couple of times were 2000 to 2001 and 2 2008 we weren't quite old enough or we weren't quite into retirement yet so it was scary but we knew we were still investing and we you know we were going to work out of it this time we're in retirement or this time we're almost in retirement we can't afford this we don't want this to happen again uh so what can we do so i think a lot of folks are looking for sort of what is that decision uh, decision point? What are they going to do? Are they going to maybe look for investments that have guaranteed income for the future? Are they going to look for a portfolio that uh, is more, maybe not totally immune, but more immune to the the large drops and large swings that we're seeing right now? And it's always different as well, you know. Jen, we look at people your age or my age. I'm be forty seven years old. I have time to get through this, and and really, I've been investing. Uh, even more heavily now because the markets are down so much. So I've been investing to take advantage of the upswing, but you can't do that when you're retired. Your money's already in the market typically. So if you're in cash, it's a great time to be investing. But if you're already investing, it's a great time to really take stock of your uh, risk tolerance and how much this is worrying you, and how your income is affected, and to make sure that we build a plan as we uh, to get out of this. Number one, but number two, as we are out of it, make sure we have a stable and solid plan going forward so that this isn't so impactful on our future.
0: And the way to get started again, 888-373-2033 is the way you can reach Chris Bullman and his team at Bullman Wealth. That's 888-373-2033. Or as Chris said, you can also send a quick email to info at That's B-U-L-M-A-N Wealth.com. Coming up next, we'll hear from an expert at Johns Hopkins about what baby boomers can do to protect themselves from COVID-19. Tips on how to start from the inside and boost your immune system through good nutrition. That's coming up next when Your Financial Compass with Chris Bowman continues.
1: Who will help you get there? You've spent years working, taking care of your kids, saving money, and now you're nearing retirement. Or maybe you're already retired now it's your turn you get to decide where to go next do you have a guide to help you get there the team at bowman wealth group have helped hundreds of families create their retirement roadmap don't let financial limitations take you off course in retirement chris bowman and his team want you to have the retirement you've worked so hard for come in and meet with the team at bowman wealth group they'll help you create a retirement roadmap that's tailored to your lifestyle and long-term financial goals Call today at 888-373-2033 and schedule a visit. Call 888-373-2033. That's 888-373-2033. Investment advisory services offered through Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC.
0: Thanks for joining us today on Your Financial Compass with Chris Bullman. We now have the opportunity to speak with an expert from Johns Hopkins about what baby boomers need to know about the COVID 19 pandemic. I am Jen Rizak here alongside Dr. Alicia Arbaje. She is the director of transitional care research at Johns Hopkins. She specializes in geriatric medicine, and she's also studied public health and designing healthcare systems. Dr. Abahe, thank you for speaking with us today. I should point out we are on the phone because we are practicing social distancing, but welcome. Yes,
3: thank you so much. Thank you for having me.
0: Let's start with this, Dr. Abahe. The numbers are staggering, both in the numbers of cases and in the death toll. Johns Hopkins actually has a coronavirus dashboard with the latest numbers, and you can find that at coronavirus.jhu.edu. Talk about why those numbers are growing so quickly and how much worse do you think this is going to get?
3: Yeah, the numbers are really staggering. I think one of the reasons we're seeing the numbers going up is because we now have the availability of more testing kits. And the more testing we can do, the more we can find out who really has this condition. And before, when there was less kits available, we didn't really have as good of an idea as to... um, how many people were already infected. So I think that's one of the main reasons why the numbers are going up. And I think the second reason is because there really are also more infections. It's not just that we're identifying them. And we are still, uh, we haven't reached the peak of the number of people that we think are going to be infected. And so I think we're looking at another good, I would say, three or more weeks of seeing when we reach this peak. It could be longer. Um, I don't think it'll be shorter because there are still parts of the country that haven't really um, started to see a lot of cases yet, though that's changing day by day. So I like to stay optimistic, but I do like to also stay realistic and think that we're looking at at least several more weeks before we start to see the full number of people that are really dealing with this illness.
0: Let's back up for just a moment, Dr. Arbahi. When did you first start paying attention to coronavirus? As someone who specializes in the health of older people, when did this really pop up on your radar?
3: Yeah, so I think like many people, I was starting to hear about this uh, in the wintertime, like around December, Mm -hmm. and becoming very concerned about um, what was happening uh, in Asia uh, around this and thinking about personally whether to start restricting travel um, and so on and so forth. And then I think it really started to hit me um, more around like late January, early February, that this was looking to be pretty serious, especially starting to see what was happening in Italy, um, which still to this day is mind boggling what we're seeing there. Um, and that is what concerns me now as we start to move into um, seeing the peak starting to occur or moving towards that peak here in the United States. I was doing a hospital rotation back um, in the beginning of March. And then it really hit me that um, we needed to make some major changes in the way we were taking care of patients, both outside in primary care and outpatient care and in the hospital setting. And that's when things really became uh, very clear. And where uh, we as a health system um, really started taking um, major action to try to improve things. And I think we, we're seeing that across the country as well.
0: What's given you the most concern during this pandemic when you think about the the health of older people? Is it that it's pulmonary? Is it the way it's transmitted? What gives you the most concern about what's going on with coronavirus?
3: I think a couple of things. One is sort of on the medical, biological side and the other is on the social side. I think on the biological side, what really concerns me is how transmissible this virus is. It's much more transmissible than the influenza virus. And I think at first we thought that maybe they were similar. Um, It's not quite as transmissible as some of the most uh, efficiently transmissible viruses like measles, which is highly, highly contagious, but it's pretty close in terms of um, how easily it spreads. So I think that concerns me. And I think the fact that it has It like rapidly, someone who gets infected, who's who's very vulnerable, uh, they are rapidly declining. So it's not just like, oh, maybe in a couple weeks you might get worse. It's like over the matter of days um, where people like five days where people are starting to get hospitalized and, you know, and shortly thereafter in the intensive care unit. So I think the fact that it's so virulent, meaning like so pathogenic, so likely to create really serious complications in people pretty early on, I think is concerning. And then the other part of the biological side is that for people who are vulnerable and getting serious illness, we don't know a lot about this yet, but it looks like this virus also creates some pretty serious damage to the lungs for people that do survive it. So we are going to need to learn a lot more about the long-term adverse consequences
0: let's talk a little bit about what some of those vulnerable groups people who are seniors for example mm-hmm. what can they do to keep themselves safe
3: so what i tell anyone especially those uh, of my patients who are older and most of my patients are over 65 many are over 80 is that the best defense against this virus or any other uh, infection is to maintain yourself healthy so healthy aging is your best defense and what do i mean by that remember our immune system is what really is at the front lines here and dealing with anything that comes our way. And the way to best um, improve your immune system is to keep yourself healthy through physical activity of any kind. But even if it's up and down your stairs now that you can't easily get out of your house um, or walking around your neighborhood, that could be. But exercise is key. And then I think people really need, this is what I'm advising, really as best they can need to strive for nutritional excellence. And I don't mean just like, well, let's eat a few more fruits and vegetables. I mean, nutritional excellence, which is at least 10 or 12 servings of fruits and vegetables daily. If they can, right? I know that's hard. Um, can be frozen, can be, uh, can be fresh, but really fruits and vegetables, it's not just like, oh, they're good for you. They're actually critical for your immune system. Vitamin C, um, and other vitamins that are, and micronutrients contained in fruits and vegetables. So really thinking about, doubling or tripling your fruit and vegetable intake, and that may not even be enough. So I really want to emphasize the need to increase fruits and vegetables. Um, And then to avoid foods that debilitate the immune system. So um, in particular, foods like eggs and dairy are highly debilitating to the immune system. They're phlegm-producing, they're inflammatory foods. And for people especially who have chronic illness, these are not foods that provide um, nutrition um, in a way that's uh, beneficial to folks who have chronic illness. So I really encourage people uh, staying away from those foods. I know it's a hard time right now to get the foods that you may want, um, but to the extent that people are able to move towards plant-based foods and especially fruits and vegetables.
0: We're speaking today with Dr. Arbahi. She is with Johns Hopkins. She's a geriatrics expert there with Johns Hopkins University. Talk a little bit about some of the seniors who still have to work, maybe someone acts as a caregiver for their grandchildren, so they're still having to be around family members, or maybe they are still going to work in the medical field, they're a healthcare provider, talk Mm -hmm. a little bit about what those folks need to know if isolating themselves is
3: more of a challenge. So I think a couple of things. One is specific to this pandemic and then the other sort of general good advice. So I'll start with the general. The general good advice for anyone at risk or taking care of, of someone who's at risk is to take the moment now to prepare an emergency information kit and contingency plans for if they got sick. What do I mean by that? So an emergency information kit are the list of all your health conditions, the medications you take, who your healthcare care providers are. And importantly, who your healthcare decision makers are if you're not able to make decisions because you're too sick. So also, if there are preferred hospitals or skilled nursing facilities where if you needed to go, you could go um, to have a list of uh, those as well. So I think it's really important for people to always have that updated now um, is even more than ever. So that's kind of the more care coordination side of things, um, because when you don't have that information in an emergency, more mistakes can take place. So. Specifically for the individuals now, I say if you have to get out there or if you're taking care of somebody um, who you're worried about might be at risk, I think that you should consider things that may make a lot of sense, like wearing a certain outfit just for work and changing out before coming home. Or if you're caring for someone, wearing a certain outfit like scrubs or something um, that's easily washable and changing out of those clothes before coming home or as soon as you get home. And then limiting the amount of jewelry that people are wearing that are not essential because, again, that's more stuff that you have to clean. Um, If you have uh, longer hair that you can put up, I would put your hair up and cover it if possible. And then wearing glasses instead of contact lenses um, because glasses provide a little bit of an extra shield. It's not 100 percent, obviously, but it decreases the need to like rub your eyes or touch your face and provide somewhat of a barrier. Um, and then keep in your car if you're going out, um, keep in your car either some disinfecting wipes or just some paper towels with um, in a spray bottle of cleaning solution so that you can wipe down key surfaces of your car, you know, on the inside, like the steering wheel, et cetera. And once you get home, to kind of just wipe down the area you just walked into. And then if people have access to gloves to keep those around um, for when they're in transit. Um, And then as soon as you get home, shower, change, if you haven't been able to do that before getting home, um, and do that before going and seeing people. Now, I just want to be clear that these are recommendations that are sort of general. We don't really have a lot of clear guidance yet as to what we need to really do specific to this virus because we don't have enough information yet about this virus and how long it sits on surfaces. There are some early studies that are showing that the coronavirus can be detectable maybe even up to three hours in the air and definitely on surfaces. So up to 24 hours on cardboard and up to two to three days on plastic and stainless steel. So what does that mean? It means that even if you uh, do all these things I've just been saying, that you want to make sure you uh, clean and disinfect common surfaces in your home often.
0: Dr. Abahi, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure and I hope we can talk to you again one day, but Maybe not too
3: soon. Maybe, maybe this will all blow over. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so, too, but I'm happy to be available and to talk about these really important topics and to honor our older adults.
0: Coronavirus.jhu.edu is where you can find Johns Hopkins Coronavirus Dashboard on the pandemic. A lot of resources are on that site, including the answers to frequently asked questions and coronavirus myths versus facts. That's coronavirus.jhu.edu. Your Financial Compass with Chris Bowman continues after this.
2: Dr. Alicia Arbaje and John Hopkins are not affiliated with and do not endorse the firm and or advisor hosting this show. Who will help you get there? You've spent years working,
1: taking care of your kids, saving money, and now you're nearing retirement, or maybe you're already retired. Now it's your turn. You get to decide where to go next. Do you have a guide to help you get there? The team at Bowman Wealth Group have helped hundreds of families create their retirement roadmap. Don't let financial limitations take you off course in retirement. Chris Bowman and his team want you to have the retirement you've worked so hard for. Come in and meet with the team at Bowman Wealth Group. They'll help you create a retirement roadmap that's tailored to your lifestyle and long-term financial goals. Call today at 888-373-2033 and schedule a visit call 888-373-2033. That's 888-373-2033. Investment advisory services offered through Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC.
0: Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Your Financial Compass with Chris Bullman. I'm Jen Rizak alongside Chris. He is founder and president of Bullman Wealth Group. As we get back into it, if you hear something you'd like to get some answers on, 888-373-2033 is the number to call. As we've been saying today, it's anything but business as usual, but Chris and his team are just a phone call away. They're still able to talk with you on the phone, set up a virtual meeting, They can talk to you about all the different options. If you do have questions or concerns, that's 888-373-2033. Chris, when we think about different places to put our money, do you think it's easy for us to get pigeonholed in some of the, the basic options and just say, look, I can either have my money invested or I can have it all somewhere ultra safe like CDs or savings accounts? Do people get stuck looking at some of those basic solutions and they don't always understand that there are, there are some other options that are a little bit more in between?
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I had a, a client call this week that was asking me to what kind of interest rates we had on CDs. And, you know, it just, it really depends. What is our liquidity needs? You know, how much do we need to be completely liquid, available for us at any time? What's the time frame of the investment? You know, if you have a million dollars or $2 million, you're probably not going to need all of that money in the next three months or the next six months. So sometimes we'll break it down into buckets. You know, what's the next year, you know, that we need just available in cash? What do we need for five years worth of income? So if we need $50,000 a year on top of Social Security and pensions, uh, rentals, whatever we have, if we need $50,000 a year, then for five years, we need to make sure we have 500000 that's in an account that we know isn't going to fluctuate, isn't going to go down. We need some modest returns in there, but we can't take a lot of risk because we need to make sure that we have that five-year kind of horizon. And then maybe we have another bucket that's more of you know, six to 10 years or even six to 15 years where we know we can have some some volatility in that bucket. The market can be going up and down a little bit because we know we're not going to need that money at least for the next five years. And then every year, we just continue to update those buckets and to make sure that we We always have that built out so that we don't have the stress that's going on right now. I mean, we have clients with, you know, with millions of dollars that really aren't uh, real worried about what's happening right now. I mean, it's no fun. It's worrying just, you know, what's happening to the world. Mm -hmm. But they're not that worried about their money because, you know, we left several hundred thousand dollars in cash or in short term safe investments that we'll be able to get to over the next year, two years, three years, four years, even up to 10 years and the, the bulk of their money that's invested in the market, we, we don't need that at all for at least 10 years. So if you build portfolios that way from the start, it can really help with the stress that you go through during these crazy times. And again, it's amazing. Just a few months ago, it was even getting hard for me to explain to people that this will happen again. We will go through another stressful time period. We will go through another decline in the market, and we will have more volatility. And it was getting tough for me to get that through to people because it had been so long literally since March of 09, that we've had big troubles in the economy and the stock market. And then all of a sudden, this thing hits us out of left field and just, boom, brings back all the the pain and the negative memories from 2008 and 2000 to 2002. And um, it's I think it's going to take a little while to get over this one.
0: Yeah, I I think you're right, Chris, as far as how easy it is for us to forget when you go through that long of a time period of having positive markets. I think about just how long the the month of March felt with all of the ups and downs and all of the things, Uh, you know, 12 years ago, when you look at the start of this bull run and you look at what happened back in 2008 before the bull run started it might as well be 50 years ago. It feels like a really long time ago. So tell me a little bit about some of those conversations and and what happens when people start to get that wake-up call? What can be done if they hadn't really made much of those changes before, but now they're really waking up to the danger when it comes to their money?
2: Well, I think it's important that you have the plan in place before this happens because as we've seen and as a lot of our listeners I'm sure can relate to, uh, what happens when the stress hits and these downturns hit is that you ride it out for a while and then you, you might get to the point where it's so stressful that you call your advisor and you say, just put me into cash. I don't want to deal with this anymore. And then all of a sudden, the next three days in a row, the market goes up two or 3,000 points. Um, and then you miss out on that. And then you think, oh, I made the biggest mistake. I should have just stayed in. And then the market comes back down. And then, um, and then you say, maybe I should go in now and then you don't and the market goes up again. And so trying to play those games of timing the market is impossible. It's important to have a plan in the beginning. You know, much like not that I'm condoning gambling, but a lot of us have been to Las Vegas or to uh, casinos sure. and typically we'll go in with a plan, you know, if we if we lose $100, we're done. If we make over $100, playing with our friends, you know, we're going to put the $100 back in our pocket and then we're just playing with house money, whatever it might be. But at least you have a plan. And I think some people plan more for going to casinos um, than they do, or, or going on the vacation in the first place than they do for their financial future. And so it's just important to have a plan when, when times are sane and when times are normal. And then try to stick to that plan as we get through it. Because again, you, there's no way to time the top. There's no way to time the bottom of the market. It's important to have a plan that gets you through both and stick to that plan. Have an advisor, have a, a confidant that you can talk to, you know, through those tough times as well.
0: I think that's a good point, Chris. When you talk about timing the market, you you have to time it twice. As far as knowing when to get out and knowing when to get back in, it's one thing to get lucky once with getting out at the right time, but really, who could do this twice, repeatedly, with any success? Talk a little bit about what happens when you're trying to do this on your own rather than working with someone who understands a little bit more about avoiding those emotional decisions in that guesswork with trying to jump in and out of the markets.
2: Yeah, you know, statistics uh, show us uh, most of us don't do well on our own trying to beat the markets or the market indexes over time because what happens is we buy and sell through fear and greed and those never really work out well, you know, in in a financial plan. So, you know, fear and greed are two of the things that uh, probably mostly fear at this point. That really drive problems in our own financial planning, and it's important to to be able to have a plan in place to to work with someone that can hold your hand and sort of make you think twice before you make rash decisions, whether it's to buy or to sell. And uh, you know, I've seen that multiple times, even through this downturn, where you know someone might want to take a flyer on a certain company and and put a bunch of money into it, and I say, well, why don't we just let's wait a second and see, let's think about this first, because you never know what can happen with a company. Maybe it looks like they're poised to move forward. But then all of a sudden, something comes out about their books, or, or whatever it might be. The cruise ships were a big one, at the bottom of this market, where most people felt like the cruise line was going to come back and stocks are going to come back. And even I invested a bunch of money into some cruise ship stocks uh, for a short term, and they doubled within a week. And then I I built in some stop losses so that I couldn't lose any of the money that I'd gained. And uh, the next day, news came out that said, you know, the government stimulus wasn't going to cover these three big cruise ship companies because they were domiciled outside of the U.S. And boom, that stock dropped in half again. So if you have a plan on the upside and an exit strategy for the downside, you can be okay. But if you don't think about those things, you can really get yourself into trouble. The opposite happened to me 20 years ago. I had been watching a stock daily for a couple of months and really had the rhythm of the stock. But out of left field, well, first I invested some money in that stock, and out of left field, the next day, really this happened to me. The next day, came out that they cooked the books, and the stock oh, no. dropped. You know, I think like eighty percent or something. And so you never know what can happen uh, with companies. So if you're going to invest in individual stocks, make sure you have an exit strategy. Uh, you can build those in in your accounts. And if you're going to invest for the long haul, you're not trading stocks necessarily, but building a financial plan for the long haul with ETFs and funds and Uh, mutual funds, things like that, you can still have an exit strategy built in and make sure that you're working with someone who knows how to build that exit strategy. Every single plan, I think, should have an exit strategy. And all of our clients have those strategies. And if you don't have one, that's a great reason to give us a call and talk through that together.
0: Chris, tell us how we can reach you so we can get started on that exit strategy and also so we can just stress test our portfolio and make sure that we understand the true impact of continued volatility. Tell us how we can reach you today.
2: Yeah, the best way is 888-373-2033. Just give us a call, 888-373-2033, and we'll be happy to schedule a meeting uh, with myself or one of our advisors here. We can do that virtually over join.me or over Zoom. Conferencing, we can do it over the phone. And soon enough, hopefully we'll be able to do meetings in person again. Uh, You can, again, call us, 888-373-2033, or email us at info at bullmanwealth.com and that's B-U-L-M-A-N, Wealth.com. And the website is www.bullmanwealth.com to find out more about us as well.
0: Let's go ahead and take our final break. When we come back on the other side, we'll get some final insights from Chris. This is your Financial Compass with Chris Bullman. We'll be back on the other side. Stay with us.
1: Who will help you get there? You've spent years working taking care of your kids, saving money, and now you're nearing retirement. Or maybe you're already retired. Now it's your turn. You get to decide where to go next. Do you have a guide to help you get there? The team at Bowman Wealth Group have helped hundreds of families create their retirement roadmap. Don't let financial limitations take you off course in retirement. Chris Bowman and his team want you to have the retirement you've worked so hard for. Come in and meet with the team at Bowman Wealth Group. They'll help you create a retirement roadmap that's tailored to your lifestyle and long-term financial goals. Call today at 888-373-2033 and schedule a visit. Call 888-373-2033. That's 888-373-2033. Investment advisory services offered through Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC.
0: Thanks for joining us today. This is Your Financial Compass with Chris Bullman. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Chris. We've been talking a lot today about volatility that's happened lately, the concerns people have over the spread of coronavirus. It's going to be a long time before we fully understand the true impact of all of it. But, you know, Chris, as we go through a situation like this, what we don't want to lose sight of is the fact that even after all of this settles down and we get through the election and we get everything, we get through everything of the year 2020, there's still taxes, inflation, healthcare costs, long-term care, there's still all of these other issues that we can't lose sight of in our massive focus on volatility, right?
2: Absolutely. I mean, the the things that we focus on Outside of volatility and the stock market plan itself, is number one protect your family. I think this has been a a good wake up call for a lot of us. You know that something can come out of left field, whether it's a car accident or or a a disease or a virus, Mm -hmm. and get us. And we need to make sure that we're looking out for our family. If we have family to protect, let's make sure that we have our life insurance up to date. Let's make sure uh, that we've kind of gone through it to see if we need more life insurance. Sometimes. I'll talk to people and they say, yeah, I have $200,000 of life insurance. I'm good. And I'm saying, but you have three kids and a spouse. I mean, how long are you planning on being dead? Just a year or two or is it going to be longer? Because that's not enough life insurance. So that sounds kind of um, aggressive, but trust me, if if you have two or $300,000 of life insurance and you have a family, you should be asking yourself, how long do you plan to be dead? Because they're going to need whatever income you're earning. That has to be replaced somehow to give them the same lifestyle that you currently have, right? Mm -hmm. So number one, protect your family. Whatever it takes to protect your family, that should be number one. After you've done that, and you can do that with simple term insurance or permanent insurance, whatever you want to do, but number one, protect the family. We can help with that, make sure that you have uh, the protections you need in place. Also, of course, things like uh, disability insurance. Sometimes it can be as bad as death, really, if you're in a, a bad accident or injury where you can't work anymore. Now, not only do you not have income, but we have the medical bills, you know, to keep you uh, taken care of. So to have some disability insurance that continues to pay an income stream, you know, while you're disabled, not able to work, that's very um, crucial to a family as well. The next one will be long-term care insurance. A lot of folks, um, you know, see their parents going through these situations where they're in a long-term care situation and they're basically spending down their assets or have already spent all their assets down and now don't have any money left from taking care of this long-term care situation. One way to take care of that is through long-term care insurance. So you know, I know most of our listeners have thought about this. If you'd like to get more information on whether or not that makes sense for you, certainly give us a call. Uh, But those are some of the big things. Another one really is to make sure that you've spoken to your attorney about your trust. Make sure that your trust is in place in good order. Your beneficiaries are completely up to date maybe, maybe you've had uh, divorce or marriage or kids grandkids make sure that your beneficiaries are all up to date and in place the way that you want them and the way that you want your estate plan to go that's very important um, of course building guaranteed income for life uh, you know pensions things like that that can be very important especially at a time like this if you know you have income coming in and you don't have to worry about the volatility of the stock market that can be crucial for a you know, they say cash flow and liquidity are some of the most important things right now, and cash flow, gosh, is one of the, the most. If you, if you have pensions built in, if you have Social Security, uh, an annuity from your, your employer or you know a pension. By the way, a pension is basically an immediate annuity that's going to pay you forever. You can also build those on your own, and we can show you how to do that. So th- those are the main things that we want to make sure that you have in place, whether it's now, prior to this whole mess, or after this mess. Those are some of the main things you need to be thinking about at all times.
0: Chris, let's talk a little bit about what goes into creating that income plan, because what we don't want to do is have our income for retirement at risk in the markets, and then at the time when we need that money, that we are going through something like what we've gone through lately with big downturns. It, then we're trying to take money out of it on top of the, the market taking a hit and really not a whole lot of time to catch back up again because we're already in retirement. We don't have that longer time frame to make that money back. Talk a little bit about where you put that money for those who are concerned about their income in retirement.
2: Well, if you mean in with respect to uh, making sure that you don't have to worry about income, is that where you're going, Jen?
0: Yes, exactly.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. So I would say, uh, you know, there are investments we can put our money into the S and P 500 and the, you know, the Nasdaq and you know the Dow and things like that. And when the market goes up, we do well. And when the market goes down, we do really, really badly. Um, and our income that we're taking from those portfolios may do well on the way up, and may we may, you know, be really worried we're going to run out of money on the way down. There are ways, safer ways and more consistent ways that you can protect your income uh, with a portion of your assets. In other words, you can put, you know, some people might take $500,000 of their portfolio and put it into something that guarantees them an income stream for the rest of their lives. So maybe, you know, if you put $500,000 into a certain investment with an insurance company, they'll guarantee you a 6 or 7% um, increase every year on that on an income base amount so maybe your five hundred thousand goes to 535 and then to 572 and then to you know six hundred. and then when you need to start taking income rather than taking only three or four percent per year to be safe so that you don't run out maybe they offer you you know five and a half or six and a half percent per year for the rest of your life and they'll guarantee that you'll never run out of money so really what you've done by doing that is you've invested into a uh, an insurance company you you put your money into an investment that's going to guarantee you an income stream for the rest of your life that you can't outlive which you know for some of us that's our biggest worry is having too much life at the end of our money and that's not what we want we don't want to be you know 85 years old or 90 years old and not have any income left so this guarantees that you always have income no matter how long you live and uh, can really relieve some stress built together with the rest of your portfolio which has more maybe growth oriented options And maybe even some other that have more liquidity options. So it's really important to have a well-rounded portfolio. And sometimes investments like that, at times like this, more than any other, I think people are starting to look at those and say, I wish I would have had those or I'm going to start looking into those.
0: And Chris, I I know we've spent some time on the show today talking about this, but I want to make sure we mention it again before we run out of time today in a time of social distancing and self-isolation, all of these things, you feel like you're going through this on your own. You're having to go through this all alone. And Chris, it's not business as usual as far as how you are able to operate, but you are able to help people using different tools of technology. Let's just talk a little bit again about some of the different options for meeting with people, just wanting people to understand that even though so many things are, are shut down, so many things are different now the thing that has stayed the same is you're still here. You're still able to help people. It just looks a little bit different now. So let's talk about the way you are able to use technology to rise to the challenges of meeting with people face-to-face today.
2: Yeah. You know, that's a, that's a good point. And it's luckily we've been doing this for a while because, because of this radio show and, and our podcast, um, we have clients across the country, um, especially all across California. And we have clients we've never met before. We also work with the Dave Ramsey show and and so we get calls from you know San Francisco, from the South Bay, uh, East Bay. We get calls from Northern California, you know, much further north than us, all the time. And it's really important that we're able to have uh, conversations with people, look them in the eye, and talk without having to get in a, a car and drive you know two or three or four hours. So we have clients we've never met before that we manage all of their assets, and it works fantastic. And we do it all through Zoom meetings. And when I we say Zoom meetings, it's probably getting to be normal vocabulary by now. But Zoom meetings are, you know, these meetings you can do online. You literally turn on your computer, accept Mm -hmm. an email from me, uh, and then click the buttons. And and this Zoom will open up on your computer. And, it, you know, it will ask you if your camera is working and your audio. If you can't figure out how to make it work, we can just, you can pick up the phone and still watch uh, and talk to me and watch me and do the presentation over the computer. But it's very simple. We've been doing this for a long time now anyway. We just never really thought we'd be doing it with people, you know, a mile away from our office, which now, you know, we have people, even employees, that we'll have Zoom meetings with uh, here at the office, maybe they're at home, but we can still connect with people without being, you know, in the same room together. And I think technology is, you know, we're at an amazing time in life that we can do all of these things while not having to get out of our house. So it's, it's been very helpful. And I think if you need someone to talk to and you want to be able to look them in the eye or you want to be able to review spreadsheets or your, uh, your statements together with someone and be looking at the same thing, this is a great way to do it. And we're, we're well equipped, I think uniquely equipped to do this because we've been doing it for so long already anyway.
0: Chris, let's just get one final word of advice from you for those who have really felt the crunch of uncertainty or I guess I should say that overwhelming burden that comes with uncertainty of knowing what's going on with their money. What advice do you have? What encouragement do you have? What should we be doing if we just have a lot of what if questions as it relates to our money?
2: Well, I think first thing, you wanna make sure you're talking to someone. And if if you're looking for, a second opinion, or you know, whether you're if you're speaking to your advisor and you keep hearing the same things and you want to make sure that they're the right things, certainly we're here to give you a second opinion. If you're looking for uh, someone to talk to because you're not talking to your advisor, or you typically manage it on your own, or maybe your spouse usually manages it and they're not able to manage it at this point, give us a call. That's what we're here for. And again, you can call us at 88-373-2033, or email at info at bullmanwealth.com, and we'll be happy to answer your questions, point you in the right direction, whatever we can do to help during this crazy, volatile time that we're living in right now. If I can give you some some optimistic uh, outlook for the future, just go back the last 100 years, 150 years, of the crazy things that we've been involved in in the USA, from World Wars to the polio crisis to the flu pandemic in 1918. Whatever you want to look at, whatever time period, we always come through it. We come through it as a better country, and we come through it better off in the long run. And I think this is going to be no different. Uh, so just you know, keep that in mind. We've been through worse, and we'll get through this as well.
0: You've been listening to Your Financial Compass with Chris Bowman I want you to remember the number Chris has shared throughout the show today, 888 888- 373-2033. Be sure to tune in again next time for more insights from Chris. I'm Jen Rizak. We're so glad you spent some time with us here today. We hope you have a great week and we hope you stay healthy. We'll talk to you next time. Investment advisory services offered through Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA, and SIPC. Bowman Wealth Group and Retirement Wealth Advisors are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Bowman Wealth is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Bullman Wealth. This radio show is a paid placement.